0: Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you wanna watch a 10 minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com slash learn. My name is Karina Gardner, and I'm what you would call a practical designer. If you're ready to create a life that you love, become an incredible force for good, and generate income while pursuing your dreams, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Make and Design. Hi, designers. Today, I want to talk about the science of good design. Now, I hear all the time that design or art is super subjective. And you might have even heard me say, to some extent, there is a subjective nature to visuals that we just... Can't do a lot about. But I do want to tell you that there is actually some science behind some good design things. And I want to talk about a few of those things today. This is the kind of stuff that we're talking about in a foundation, Foundations graphic design class. If you are taking from someone at um, a college, this is the kind of stuff you would be learning. Um, in my program, it is called Design on Fire. That's the course that I created that. Is our foundation's graphic design class, and we have it all the way. I think in our uh, our tier called Breakthrough, so um, that's Design on Fire. And I talk about a few of these things, but my main goal is to let you know that there are some objective things that happen in design, believe it or not, and in art. And the very first one, which you have heard before, it's called the Rule of Thirds. That's basically that when we hit certain uh, proportions in um, an image that our eye is drawn to those areas. And if we can fix those proportions in a certain way, then it is much more pleasing to the eye. And that almost always happens In threes. So when you cut up a picture in two thirds, either vertically or horizontally or both, there are these points in which your eye is most drawn to. And those are almost always in a section of the thirds. Let's talk about another thing um, that I love, and it's partially because I did a good portion of my doctorate um, on this, and that is Gestalt Theory. So Gestalt Theory has a lot of different points, but uh a couple of them, let's just talk about a couple of them. One of them is repetition. When we see things that are repetitive, it becomes more pleasing, softer, and easier on the eyes. Why? Because your brain isn't having to process as much information as when there's a lot of things going on. Think about when you see something very, very cluttered and even if it's very there's a lot of gorgeous stuff, um, your brain has to process all of those intricate different pieces. Let me give you an example of someone or a company that does repetition in a way to make things seem more high end to you than they actually are, and that is IKEA you walk into Ikea, very often they'll have like a row of the exact same plant in the same white container, right? Or a row of chairs, all the same chair, maybe different colors, but all the same chair in a row. What are they doing? By putting those things together in that way, that repetition, you suddenly um, elevate it in your brain to be a little bit cooler uh, than it actually might be, or or whatever, okay. Um, and it also allows your brain to soften because it's not having to process as much information as if it were cluttered, right? Suddenly things that are small seem large because you've got 10 of them in a row, right? So that's the power of repetition, really good repetition. Um, And Ikea is one of the few, I think that does it very, very well, okay? Um, Another Gestalt theory is closure. So say we see something and it's not fully finished. So a chair is missing a leg, okay? Our brain will still process that image as a chair, even though it's not finished, okay? Because we want to create objects in our brain. Um, So a better example of this is usually like a flat design, like a circle. So even if the circle is missing a section of stroke line, even if it's missing that section, your brain will still think of it as a circle. Why? Because our brain wants to identify and name objects because it makes it easier for us to process. So when I say that there's a science behind design, I'm really saying there is a science (laughs) behind design work. Our brain is trying to process things and everybody's brain does work a little bit differently. And some of these rules work differently in Western cultures versus Eastern cultures. So just be careful about that as well. But just know that there are Definitely things that we can see as people are working on design work or illustrations that work for or against them based on what we know that are objective things and measurements that help it happen in design. Okay. Um, another one that I'm just going to mention is the golden ratio. This is fantastic. The golden ratio is approximately this is crazy 1.618. Okay. So it's a little bit crazy. Um, uh, the way I've seen it used, and I don't use it very often, is in a spiral, and it's placed over the image, and you begin to see the math behind a design because everything leads you to the middle of that spiral. Does that make sense? So, very often when we're talking about focal points in design, and we've got objects that lead you to the focal point, sometimes it's happening with that golden ratio and with that uh, that spiral. Okay. Um maybe let's talk about the last one we should talk about is the rule of odds. Okay. So an eye is drawn to seeing pairs and sometimes your brain won't even process something in the set of two. So that's why so often you see things as singles in sets of threes or sets of fives. Because your brain then takes that information and it processes it a little bit differently than when we see maybe only two of something. I'm not saying you can't use two of something, but that's why you so often see designers really forcing threes and fives and even ones of things because odds kind of help us see those things a little bit better, okay? All right. So I really, I like the rule of odds. I think it's, it's kind of awesome. This works in interior design. It works in graphic design. It works in fashion design. Most of these rules work in one way, shape, or another in all areas of design and art. And um, some of the most beautiful pieces that I can think of, even when I'm thinking about paintings, they are using these very smart scientific things that make it so that our brain is able to process it in a way that feels lovely to us. You know, the whole idea of beauty is interesting. There's some, um, what was I thinking? I just saw recently, like, uh, what is it called, you guys? Twilight Zone, where like everyone is in our eyes ugly and a regular person who's like, Kind of beautiful, they said was ugly, and they wanted to change her face so that she would be beautiful to them, which was ugly to us, right? And the whole idea that beauty is in the eye of the bull holder is is an interesting thing. Like it's a, a, we would call it something that's subjective, not objective. But what I see is that if we can find some of these objective mathematical things, things that help us understand and process in our brain certain things that we have going on, it helps us so that the subjective piece, that is your style, the way you put things together, the way you're using color... It works even better. It works smarter because it's using the mathematical principles along with it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This is kind of fun for me to talk about. I I love this kind of stuff. I love teaching my design on fire class because I love graphic design foundations. And I like crafting foundations because we use the same principles in crafting as I was saying we do in fashion, interior, and graphics. So um, that is really fun for me and I I think it's quite enjoyable. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you are uh, enjoying this episode along with everything that we're talking about here on Make and Design. as you know, we've kind of done this reinvention this last month. We kicked it off December 1st on my birthday, and I'm I'm going to admit to you guys, I quite love doing the podcast episode without having to do video. It's been really, really fun. If you are enjoying it, I would love for you to leave us a review. Uh, reviews help us so much on this podcast. It helps other people find us. And we can spread the word about great design. We spread the word about making money as designers and all the things that, you know, I don't feel like everybody's really talking about, especially on a podcast, because, hey, we're visuals. We tend to be on the visual side of things. So uh, if you can leave a review, it just really helps me out so much. And I just really appreciate it. Did you know you have access to more free design content, die cut files and sewing patterns? Join our exclusive VIP group for free by going to designsweetcourses.com/free